Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, go for it. Good morning, everyone. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live, and it's Monday, and it's V and CJ in the morning. Uh, we're going to give you the news, the views, and all the information uh, important to you. So check us out, roguemoney.net. Follow us on Twitter at the Rogue Money, Rogue Money on Facebook, uh, Facebook uh, DTube, Steam, at every single podcasting app, Note to Humanity. And also, folks, just give me a heads up uh, on Rogue Money right now. If you go to Rogue Money, uh, there is an amazing report that is available for sale. This is a professional level report on the next generation. It is our crypto report 2018. It is available for purchase. The Rogue Crypto Report Blockchains, the Guarantee of Execution, is available. It is beyond blockchain. It details exclusively the entire setup of what blockchain technology is going to look like in the future. So if you want to get a chance to get ahead of what's going on with cryptocurrencies, the latest development in blockchain technology, which is the technology that is literally, literally revolutionizing the way that we're doing things, changing everything for humanity, uh, check it out. Rogue Crypto Report Blockchains, the guarantee of execution. It's on there uh, for a limited time for $89.99. It's an amazing, amazing report. Very well detailed. So please make sure you do that. Uh, also, folks, check out, check out our sponsors, RemainCom.net, RemainCom.net. Con, if you have collectors uh, trying to get at you and uh, you need help because you're 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 facing debt, uh, check out RemainCom.net and let these guys kick the collectors and the banksters in the nuts. Also, check out uh, the, the Watch Us Trade Room. Watch Us Trade, folks, over at the Remain Com, at um, thecryptoschool.io, thecryptoschool.io. Dot io uh we can go there and you can check out the watches trade link and uh see uh z and cowboy uh trade cryptocurrency so it's going to be pretty awesome and uh with that being said and with that all out of the way also guys check out mycbdedibles.com mycbdedibles.com whether you want the cbd infused coffee you want to eat the delicious chocolate peanut butter ring uh um buckeyes excuse me or the uh pecan uh, the, the 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 white chocolate pecan coconut truffles, which are amazing, or the, even the delicious granola, which is the finest granola I've ever had. Check it out, mycbdedibles.com. And even their doggy treats are available. So if you got a pooch and you want your pooch to be healthy as well, you want the dog to to have the benefits of CBD for canines. Check it out. Also, uh, check it out, folks. There that that is also available. And with that all out of the way, CJ, what's going on, brother? Hey, good morning, V. Doing great. Uh, doing great. Apologize for. To our listeners, get a little bit of a late start here today, uh, trying to catch up in the morning a little bit. And uh, Paul, we did bounce Paul to Wednesday morning, uh, so we went ahead and took his his time slot to give us a little bit of additional time uh, to be prepared. So, but no, I had a great weekend. Hope our listeners had a great weekend. And V, how was yours? I was good, man. You know, hanging in there uh, very well. Can't uh, really complain. I'm trying to get a hold of this guy who calls himself the Russian analyst, who was supposed to be on the show with us. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> Well, he wrote he wrote a great article. He wrote a great piece, and I think everyone should go to roguemoney.net and check it out. It's something V that we get asked quite yeah. often. Like some of the more recent posts, even 
friends and neighbors, you know, asking me about it. Uh, the the phenomenon known as as Q. I know that our listeners, some of them, are very torn about it because uh, there are several uh, people highly that we respect, uh, Dave, Sean X twenty two, that are doing extensive coverage of it, and we just have a little bit. Uh, I don't want to speak for all of Rogue B, but we have just a little bit different belief. Um, we completely understand the reasoning and and you know covering it and everything, but we just you know we just have a little bit different you know perspective. So James. You know, wrote a great article detailing what his personal belief is regarding, you know, Q, what's potentially happening, uh, the concern over, you know, regime change in, in Iran, and yeah. just urging everyone to be, you know, cautious of it just to make sure that, you know, that taking some time to, to research, doing your own thing, which I, I completely agree with. So go to roguemoney.net and check that article out. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, the whole thing is we have a different opinion about it, but at the same time, we're open minded. So we've always said, hey, we want egg on our face, you know, prove us wrong. But whatever it is, there, there it, it is being used for something, um, you know, that is undeniable. So, you know, what is the broad reaching geostrategic, geopolitical uh, uh, results of this whole QAnon thing? Uh, I, I don't know. But at least for the first time, there's a lot of people starting to look at things differently. So that's that's a good uh Positive. Yeah, absolutely. And not so much concerned about, you know, who's wrong or right versus, hey, we want to see humanity win, right? We all want to see success. We all want to see this administration be successful. And so I think that's the most important part, B, is to understand that we're we're all cheering for the same team. So uh, that's just my thoughts. Absolutely. Talking about the, 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 the same team, let's talk about the opposite team. Let's talk about somebody who's been a, a deep state stooge her entire existence. Uh, I can't. I would follow this under the funniest uh, topics of the day. Uh, it is none other, CJ, than Maxine Waters. <laughs> Maxine Waters, the Democrat from California. She has recently addressed a series of death threats. Did you hear this, CJ? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, I don't think anybody wants to kill her. I think she's just saying this just to create drama. Okay? Bingo. I think that James Brown in drag, James Brown in drag, is doing everything in her power to create drama. That I think that's what's going on here. She's trying to create drama by saying some stupid things like, oh, they're trying to kill me, is just trying to energize the far-left base. Her thing of, oh, they're trying to, you know, if you better shoot, you better shoot straight. Telling you know people uh, things like that. It's uh, telling would be people that are trying to quote unquote threaten her. This phantom threat that she's talking about. Look, Maxine Waters is the greatest thing that could happen to the conservative libertarian movement. All she is doing is energizing us because we have seen how far gone the left has went. The mm -hmm. left has not only went left they have gone so far left that they're they are completely off the charts that's where we stand today so it's quite remarkable uh to see all these things happen my man quite remarkable yeah more of maxine please let 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 her keep being the leadership of the the democrats let her continue uh, to spill the hatred that that is really like pushing more and more people away from them. I mean, if you take a look at the card that Maxine is playing right now, V, it's straight out of the 
Antifa. It is straight out of the uh, Arab Spring. Uh, and that's potentially what she's trying to basically energize here in the U.S. And, you know, this weekend was a perfect example of it in Portland where Antifa clashed. They got their butts kicked uh, up in up in Portland. But that's the type of chaos that they're trying to do right now here in the States. They want to create a divide and conquer mentality. And unfortunately, a good chunk of, you know, Americans buy into it. There's James. Hey, what's up, James? He muted himself. Oh, okay. So James, welcome to the show. But yeah, so more Maxine, please. Just, just keep going and, uh, you know, keep up with all this hype of this, you know, fake threats against you and all this kind of crazy stuff. And you know, what's crazy is the, is looking at the algos that are controlling this. Look at the number of shares on this article, right? So look at the <laughs> in any other like article that is is legitimate that has you know true talking points regarding real concerns like maybe two or three hundred shares this one has thirty three thousand shares <laughs> ridiculous I love it James are you there are you able to take your mute off man I mean you're live with us James yeah I'm here guys sorry I was having some Wi Fi problems that reboot. No worries, bro. No worries. Jumping on the show. James, good morning, buddy. It's been a long time. Long time. Glad to have you back. Glad to, uh, you're on the show. It's been uh, you got some great articles you posted over at Rogue Money. Yeah. Uh, so what's cool? So, Hello? Can you hear me? James. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you had some great articles on Rogue Money, my man. So uh, where do you, where do, what do you want to start? What do you want to touch base on real quick? Well, I just the main reason I wanted to come on was just to talk about that briefly. and, and then Go for uh, it. Yeah, about the, the article about QAnon. Well, basically, there's two articles up, uh, Cyrax Citrap 60, which talks about the Trump-Putin negotiations and how they're working on a deal on Syria. And the second is uh, more focused on the QAnon phenomenon specifically. And I have declined to weigh in on it up until now, but I felt like because some people were making certain decisions about alt media and, you know, canceling subscriptions to certain services and whatnot, that you know, it was time to kind of speak up about it and, and basically get express my opinion, even though I don't claim to speak for everybody with Rogue Money or all the contributors. And we have a lot of different opinions, We're basically saying that it's time for people to get a grip and take a step back, look at the information that is useful and discard some of the stuff that isn't and uh, recognize it for what it is. It's a psyop. Uh People may be running a PSYOP with good intentions, uh, we, you know, uh, hopefully they are, but it's it's important to, to see things for what they are. And that's my opinion about it. Long and short of the article. Yeah, J James, you make out, you bring a great point in regards to, you know, Iran and overthrowing Iran and several other, you know, candidates, I'm sorry, several other presidents have attempted to do so, several other administrations to overthrow. And that's what's kind of has led to some caution. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, the, the whole Islamic revolution thing happened in part because of the overthrow of Mossadegh back in the 50s. A lot of our audience knows the story, the general outlines of it. And, uh, you know, I, obviously I do think uh, Deb's article, I think highly of her. And I think that she makes a very good point that there is strong evidence that there was some Western intelligence support to the Khomeini movement and that they were playing both sides of the fence. I mean, that, that is true. There, there's often manipulation. I mean, Khomeini was protected in France by French intelligence. That, that's all well known. But um, 
you know, we just want to be very careful not to get caught up in a movement and, and ignore the human costs of, of these policies. It's not like Humpty Dumpty can be put back together again. I mean, just even even if, let's say, the mullahs disappeared tomorrow, uh, you know, OK, what, what happens to Iran after that? I mean, do, do we just lift the sanctions overnight uh, and every everybody was happily ever after? Who, who pays the bill for rebuilding Syria? I mean, there's so many issues. Uh, and that's why I value London Paul's perspective, because he tells people, you know, look, you, you got to be able to take the longer view on this and, and view things in context and not just jump to conclusion because, yeah, there's an oracle who tells you certain things. And, and, and some of them do come true. And some of the evidence seems to be real. But, you know, be cautious and remember the times that the other cues, maybe, you know, it's a different person who's back in charge of the account now told you things that didn't turn out to be true. Right. And exactly. there have been some Q yeah. predictions that that failed to come to pass. And and I'm not talking about, you know, Hillary being flown to get more things like that. I'm just talking about uh, other areas. I mean, Adam Carter of uh, disobedient media. I mean, that's a pseudonym of a British cyber researcher. He's, he's done so much good work exposing all the fakery surrounding CrowdStrike and the so, so-called DNC hack and how they. There's there's a lot of signs of uh, the whole Guccifer 2.0 personality was simply fabricated uh, to distract reporters from asking the right questions. And, you know, he, he said, look, Q's put out some disinformation before. Now, again, maybe that was somebody posing as Q. Maybe, you know, there are obviously fakers and people out there putting out hoaxes. And maybe the, the original personality pamphlet is what W calls them is, is back in charge. You know, we don't know. But. I just felt like it was kind of time for a reality check because I'm not an Iran expert and I don't present myself as one. I, I, my field of expertise is Russia and Russia and Iran relations are very important to the one belt, one road to the new Silk Road, obviously. And Putin's not going to agree to anything with Trump. I'll guarantee you this. That isn't approved by Xi and, and the Chinese. Not going to happen. I agree with that. I agree with that assessment. Yeah, one other thing too, real quick, V, is you know one of the the main traffic sources that you know people utilize for the for the Q information, and something that concerns me a little bit is you know when you look at QAnonPost.com, and it's probably one of the more popular websites that people track that the Anons, the Q, and with just a little bit of research, taking a look at. At uh, this particular website, you can go to ICANN, which is the the large, you know, every domain has to register uh, with that. And it's asking me to select what it, it doesn't doesn't believe it's I'm actually it thinks I'm a robot. What's it saying for? Oh, storefront. So let me click on these real quick. <laughs> Don't you love these little tests? OK, and you see that um, that QAnon post the registrar is actually registered through Amazon and um you know, and, and we all know the likes just of Amazon. And then not only that, when you go to take a look at that, that Amazon, you know, whoever, and again, usually it's probably a private domain registry, uh, but you can actually track to see as well that they're using Amazon's uh, cloud base to actually do all the hosting of everything of this website. And we all know that the uh, CIA and their direct ties to Amazon. Christians so, in action. And so, you know, what I'm a little bit concerned is that is this a great data mining? Are they mining a lot of data of people visiting this site, you know, building a database of, of people? I'm not saying that's happening. I'm just saying it's just, you know, weird that they're using Amazon for everything 
you know, for this site. And I'll bring up the other one real quick. Let me see if I can show you what type of Go domain that, Go for it, that they're using for the, the hosting. Let me see here, bookmarks manager. Sorry about this. I have my bookmarks turned off for the other screen. So it's giving me just, it's giving me a little bit of fit over here. So, so if you go to uh, basically who's hosting this particular domain, you will find out that it's being built off of Amazon uh, Route 53 server ho hosting. So there, so Amazon registered, they're using Amazon for the entire uh, data for the website of the hosting using the cloud domain services, the DNS through Amazon. I'm not a tech person, so feel free anyone in the comments to correct me. But so, so you have not only is this website uh, being registered through Amazon, but then also the entire DNS management of it being done through Amazon as well. So just be mindful how much time you're spending there and you know what, who knows what data they're grabbing uh, from visitors. Definitely be using uh, a um, an IP masking. Uh, what what's what is what are the a VP, a VP? My gold USB. My gold. There we go. A VPN and uh, uh, you know again a V. I've I've tracked this and you know I I like to dig in and see some of these things. So you can't deny. I mean, here's the ICANN to show you who the register is. It's registered through Amazon. Who is registeramazon.com? Uh, and then when you can track down, you can see who's actually hosting. Uh, the actual website and it brings you to the amazon uh, cloud-based services route 53 that's doing it so so again just just reasons for caution the reason for things to to think through so uh v that's that's my little bit of, of two cents in it very good insightful information cj yeah. what do you reckon it's just an affiliate marketing thing for uh selling QAnon t-shirts to those guys you saw at the trump rally <laughs> oh i'm sure i mean the, 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 there was a there was a q t-shirt i was actually looking at this morning called uh I mean, I, I like that personal saying that was the originally on the boat of uh, JFK, and which is uh, where we go one, we go all. And I think it's a it's a pretty cool saying. Um, it's pretty interesting that uh, QAnon Post, which is a very, very, very QAnonPost.com is a very, very simple aggregating site that aggregates all the uh, QAnon posts and whatnot uh, from 8chan and 4chan, and then they kind of post it over there at QAnon Post. It is kind of interesting. I mean, it's a very simple site. Okay, it's not using any sort of amazing graphics or anything. Like, it's just so bare bones. And for a bare bones site like that, why is it doing Amazon AWS? Which you know, I think at one point we were using Amazon AWS, and we hated the fact that it was so damn expensive. So it, th this again doesn't make any sense for me because you know this is a rudimentary site. This is not like you know rogue money. This ain't you know. Um, you know, some sort of a graphic intensive with a with with a you know a a heavy U UX overlay. It's very simple, and yet they're using AWS, which is the most expensive route to, to go. So it doesn't make sense why somebody who's running a rudimentary website to, would to would use this. Even from as an, an anti DDoS perspective, v I mean, even if that they're just afraid they're going to get you know. I mean, it could be, but you know, there are there are some really good uh, uh, service prov providers out there uh, besides Amazon that can do it a phenomenal. Um, you know, that uses load bearing and elastic bearing uh, servers, um, with uh, you know that that does a great job of DDoS uh, protection. So I, I don't know. It's is there something there? Maybe you know, maybe not. Maybe you know, we're just being paranoid. Maybe we're not. But at the end of the day. You know, it, it is a psyop of some sort, 
Um, what does it mean? I mean, James got a great article about Rogue Money, and I urge everybody to go ahead and start reading it through. But the whole point is this: it's you know, people need to be mindful of all of this and put it in perspective. Now, I am thankful for this whole QAnon things, but because it, it has made people aware of who the hell George Soros is. It has made people aware to the signs and symbologies uh, that are out there with these secret societies that has long been a problem in American politics. I mean, we know that uh, JFK said, you know, he, we all know his famous, you know, secret society speech. Well, now in this new generation, we understand there's these secret cabals. And, uh, the, you know, there's, there's some good things that have come out of this uh, PSYOP, uh, you know, 1000%. And James, I also agree with you. If if people think that you know that some of these powerful political players are going to go to Guantanamo overnight, it's just not the case, man. You know, I, I you know, no one's no one's going to you know it's, it's not going to happen. Our hope is that eventually these people have been stripped of so much power that they become ineffective and inert uh, once uh, Trump's second term is over. And I do believe that Trump will get a second term. I'm very confident in that. But um, you know, again, people have patience, and 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 li I like what you say, uh, James. You say, um, you know, don't limit yourself to such binary thinking because it, it's very important that people understand that. Don't limit it to binary thinking. Keep an open mind, James. Right. Yeah, and and about that, I I wanted to add uh, that you know there is a fifth column in Russia too. I mean, the cabal that there are those types of people over there as well. I mean. Why does Deripaska's name keep coming up and all this stuff? I mean, they've been trying unsuccessfully to claim that Manafort's business relationship with Deripaska is proof of the Russian collusion right there. That's the smoking gun. Well, then you've got Deripaska working with the U.S. Embassy in the WikiLeaks cables. You've got Deripaska's registered foreign agent, uh, a guy named Waldman. I forgot his first name. Who happens to be, by the way, of all bizarre things, Johnny Depp's lawyer, or was until Johnny Depp fired him. Uh, you know, how do you how do you have the time to be Johnny Depp's attorney, by the way, and represent Oleg Deripaska? I mean, that 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 dude's hustling. You know, it's it's kind of a bizarre link between Hollywood and the world of DC lobbying the swamp and the fact that Deripaska is uh, Oleg Vladimirovich. He happens to share a patronymic with Putin, and I, I'm not trying to get off on a crazy tangent here, but I use Deripaska in the article as an example of how sometimes uh, there is nuance and there are people who are playing different sides of the fence, if you, if you want to use that, that terminology. I mean, Deripaska, we know he has a relationship with Nathaniel Rothschild that was litigated in British court. Nathaniel Rothschild sued the Daily, uh, I think it was the Telegraph, or the Mail, or one of those papers, for publishing photographs of him with Deripaska on a Siberian hunting trip uh, way back many years ago and lost the lawsuit. So a lot of people drew the conclusion that, you know, Deripaska is a Rothschild frontman, And this is this guy is not just an oligarch. He's Boris Yeltsin's grandson-in-law. He's married to uh, Boris Yeltsin's daughter. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, granddaughter. And uh, his daughter, Polina, I'm sorry, uh, uh, his wife, uh, Polina, is, uh, you know, they're all interrelated to as a, as a family. You know, they called Boris Yeltsin's mafia the family uh, in the mafia sense back in the 90s, but they really were all related. So, uh, you know, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning this again is Paul Craig Roberts wrote a, a column that was picked up by the Saker talking about 
uh, you know, you've got who really runs the U.S. and Russian governments. If you've got this, not collusion, but what you have is an alignment of, of interests, uh, you know, it, it's interesting to talk about. But again, people need to not think binary. They need to open their minds up a little bit and, and be willing to see some shades of gray or some nuance. Not because you're trying to let anybody off the hook or you don't want to root out evil, but because you want to see things as they actually are, not as we wish them to be. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. James, you're taking on what's going on in Iran. You want to break that down? Yeah, Moon of Alabama had a very good article. That's a, a site I go to often, uh, run by a German guy who goes by the handle B, who's in Germany physically, as far as I know. And uh, he uh, wrote an article about how there's been some gun battles uh, in some of these towns uh, that are actually close to the Iraqi border. Coincidence, I think not, uh, where the MAK terrorist group has been active. Uh, this this group is the Mujahideen Ukalk. Uh, they actually were literally paying, uh, I think they were paying Giuliani to lobby for them, if I'm not mistaken, guys, for some time. That sounds correct. Or it was maybe it was Bolton. I think it was Giuliani. They were paying him uh, to be their lobbyist for some time before he became Trump's attorney. After This was after 9-11. I mean, the MAK actually attacked and killed some Americans back in the 80s after the Islamic Revolution. So they're a pretty bad news group. And they... Um, they were operating out of Iraq for a long time, but the Iraqis uh, wanted them gone, obviously, because the Iraqi government is mostly Shia and wants to have good relations with Iran, but not be ruled by Iran. So they kicked them out to Albania, which they probably reopened some of the old uh, Kosovo Liberation Army training camps from back in the 90s that they were running before they started the war with Serbia. And... Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're really bad news. They had a big conference in Paris, and they said 3,000 people came, but it turned out that they were paying a lot of people to come. Uh, there were a few people who said they'd never even been to Paris, and they were giving them you know, free hotel rooms or vouchers and things like that. So it's, it's really – there's a lot of astroturfing going on. There's a lot of things uh, that don't make much sense. Uh, there are real economic problems in Iran. I'm, I'm not trying to – I'm not shilling for the mullahs or for Hezbollah or any of that. I'm just saying that – uh, people need to be careful and cautious, again, not to assume that just because there was a gun battle in one town. I mean, Iran is a country bigger than Texas. It's got 80 million people, uh, you know, more populated than California. I mean, it's not you're not going to overthrow a regime like that overnight. It's not going to happen that way. Exactly correct. Exactly correct. James, uh, what else is on your radar? Well, I've been closely following a lot of the preparations and the groundwork for the uh, Trump-Putin summit, uh, but that's not the only thing that's going on. I mean, Russia, obviously, they just uh, had a huge World Cup victory. That's a big prestige booster for Putin. But the main thing is just the fact that hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are coming to Russia for the first time. They're seeing it with their own eyes, and they're realizing that so much of what the mainstream media reports about the country, especially the British media, is crap. And... That's going to have a, a big impact down the road, just like the things that people don't notice that uh, Chinese are visiting Russia in record numbers as tourists and as students. And that's going to have a big impact down the road. Uh, you're going to see more and more 
uh, let's say, synergies between the Russian and Chinese as peoples and as in particularly in the technology and in the media space. You know, I was watching CGTN the other day, which is the uh, China Radio International and the CGTV. They merged, I think, and they they created a new conglomerate. This was probably a couple of years after uh, Russia reorganized the Rion Novosti uh, with Sputnik and RT in under the same umbrella. And, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit more like Russia today now. I mean, it's still very uh, polished and, and, and I would say a little bit with less of an edge. But nonetheless, uh, they, they've gotten a lot more openly critical of U.S. policy on this channel. And it's also very well produced when they cover things like the St. Petersburg International Economic Forum, when they talk to Russian executives about what the One Belt, One Road means. And it's very clear that uh, they have made a lot of progress in terms of integrating their media space and, and, and getting the messaging, let's say, coordinated between Moscow and Beijing. Right, exactly. James, your last take, man. Well, that's, that's really all I wanted to come on and talk about. And I'll, I'll have more thoughts. I'll probably be putting together an article soon about uh, you know, Deripaska with a little bit more in detail about that and his connections to uh, the guy who, uh, again, married Yeltsin's daughter, Tatiana, uh, who owns half of the Moscow City complex. And for those who don't know, Moscow City is Moscow's modern skyscraper area that has these huge office towers uh, on the embankment. And it's, it's a really major property development. And they have Austrian citizenship, by the way, which so does the former Moscow mayor, Yuri Wushkov. And his wife, who was at one time until recently the richest woman in Russia, only rivaled by Yeltsin's daughter, probably, in terms of her holdings. So that, that's a part of this backstory of the back channels that were maintained um, that, that I think had to do that are leading to this detente uh, where people were playing both sides of the fence. And uh, it, it's a very interesting story. And I think uh, hopefully I'll have the chance to tell it. Uh, in some detail. So that's about it. Awesome. James, the Russian analyst, thank you for joining us today, my man. We really appreciate it. You guys have a great morning. You too, my man. Get some rest, brother. Take care. All right, folks, there he goes, James, the Russian analyst. CJ, let's talk about another uh, interesting thing on on hot on the heels of that. Uh, Let's talk about Trump and the World Trade Organization. This is big news. I'm sure London Poll will cover it later on during the week. Uh, Following the close of a second quarter that will be remembered by the president's Trump's vacillations on trade, Axios has dropped on Sunday a a Sunday night bombshell that may spook markets hoping for a a respite from the daily escalating trade war rhetoric as the second half of the year begins. White House reporter Jonathan Swan has obtained a copy of a draft bill reportedly ordered by Trump himself, that would allow the U.S. to walk away from its commitments to the World Trade Organization. If passed, the bill, entitled the United States Fair and Reciprocal Tariff Act, would effectively blow up the WTO, an organization the U.S. helped create back in the 90s, by allowing Trump to unilaterally ignore the two most important principles. Number one, most favored nation, the MFN. It's the principle that countries can't set different tariff rates for different countries outside of the free trade agreements and then bound tariff rates, the tariff ceilings that each WTO country has already agreed upon in previous negotiations. 
folks, what it's doing is this. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are pro-tariff, anti-tariff, this, that, and the other. Look, all I care about is this, and this is what works. The most important thing for a country, and if you look at the economies that has the fastest growth, which is China, which is India, these two countries are countries that have some of the, the, the most protectionist economies out there. Okay, These are countries with very high tariffs. Uh, they have a very strict and stringent um, uh, protectionist policies in place for their industries, and they have a booming economy. Okay, Because the most important thing, folks, is not the phantom wealth created by a paper and the bubbles that result from it. The most important thing to a country is an actual physical economy. You do not have a physical economy. You have nothing. The wealth of a nation, folks, I've said this a million and billion times, the wealth of a nation begins at the factory floor. You cannot have, quote-unquote, free trade and have a burgeoning manufacturing base you just can't do that okay because what happens is this when let's just say we go to trade with a country like chile okay and ever since chile has been in trade with the united states their economy has boomed why because they get access to a 16 trillion dollar market they get access to our wealth and our market and we get access to a uh, to a very tiny market space with protections, regulations that protect their industry. There's nothing free about that, folks. There's nothing free about that, okay? there's. I mean, free trade is a myth. It's a myth, all right? What we should do is negotiate individual trade deals, just as, as President Trump's been saying, individual trade deals with individual nations. Each trade for each nation is unique and onto itself. That is the way it should be. That is the way it should be. It should not be, oh, yeah, you know, free trade, we trade free. No, 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 because there's advantages and disadvantages. We want to make sure if they're going to have access to our $16 trillion market, we want to make sure that they're not going to create products that's going to threaten and undermine American industries that could be vulnerable to what they produce. That could be, you know, they could produce something disruptive that causes, that costs American jobs, and that is something that does not work for our benefit, folks. Okay, why? Wealth of a country is created on the manufacturing floor. It is not something that should be concentrated into the hands of Wall Street or Washington, D.C. That is not where it should go. Manufacturing, folks, creates a decentralized country with wealth creation on many levels and in many hands. That's the model, and that is the way forward. We continue on a paper-backed economy. There's only going to be those at the very tippy top that get in that get in on all the action, that get in on all the profits, and that is something also that we don't want. You want change? You got to create change. Moving out of the WTO is a good. It's going to be a good thing because we don't need to be a part of any single trade organization. If we're going to do trade with anyone. We do it one-on-one, -on -one, and we cut individual customized deals for every single nation, and that's just the way it should be. CJ. Yeah, very well said. Absolutely. Yeah, getting back to an actual manufacturer-driven you know, economy is just so important for us right now. I mean, I mean, we should take a look. I think the retail sector is a perfect example that 
you know, really try to push V for uh, cheap goods, you know, most yeah. of those from either third world countries, whatever. And what, what result did that truly yield? Not much. I mean, realistically, you take a look now, granted, most of the retailers closed out because of the lack of, of credit and the amount of, you know, corporate debt. I mean, Toys R Us is a perfect example. When you look at no one was willing to s sustain that amount of debt for that long versus the real jobs that could be created with manufacturing those goods here in the United States. Those are the real jobs. Those are the, the jobs are going to be a lot more sustainable long-term versus the, the service driven. And, you know, the, the retail is a perfect example of that where Americans are, are kind of tapped out and there's a lot more disruptive things that are coming online. So, so the trade for each country to, to decide that versus a, an overruling or more of a, of a, a governing type of, uh, system in place, it doesn't work. It, it it truly doesn't. So it's it's good to see getting back to this in terms of manufacturing driven economy. Uh, there's a lot of work to do with that. You know, here here in the United States, tremendous amount, and that could truly help revitalize uh, the U.S. and get back to a, a true manufacturing base and and potentially you know shoot maybe even selling a lot more of our goods uh, overseas versus versus all the imports fee. Exactly correct. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen no. overnight. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to happen overnight, and it takes time. Very good point, my man, and uh, that's all I got for today, Siege. Excellent. Very good. Yeah, so again, for our listeners, uh, London Paul, it will be uh, Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, B, will there be a crypto show later on today? Yes. Between 1 and 3 o'clock, we'll have a, a crypto show, so keep it locked and loaded here uh, for the exact time. Most likely probably like 2 o'clock is what I'm thinking. All right, cool. So keep it locked. We'll have uh, um, Watch Us Trade Live. That is our the new crypto show. Watch Us Trade Live. We'll be going uh, live uh, soon. And with that being said, CJ, we are over now. Take it away, my man. <laughs>